Mean and Impley Productions presents L'Apropos, the Language Proficiency Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Helmuth. We have completed our run of dialect for this arc and we are now moving in to a world also negotiated by dice. We're currently using the system D&D 5E for this arc. I'm Paul, I'm your host, sometimes game master, sometimes player, and I'm very excited to share this with you. Uh, We finished dialect in the last previous episode, so if you haven't heard them, please go back and you'll learn about all the words we're gonna be using and how we made this world together. We'll start off by going around the table and introducing ourselves and our characters, and then we'll get right into the action. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to follow us on all of our socials linked in the down below. And I hope you enjoy Helmuth. Here we go. The first up to introduce herself, it's Lauren Hoffman. Hello, thank you for having me. It's wonderful to have you. Who will you be playing today? I will be playing Quinn Maris, aka Donnie or Mage Maris. Mage Maris, wonderful. A level five human artificer. Yes. And Vincent Tavani. hello. Who are you playing? I'm playing (laughs) Fatjo Patchum, a halfling bard whose performance is mostly cooking and gossip. He also has a little bit of a a, a bit of a pact with a we'll get to it. (laughs) Oh yeah, you know, as you do, mildly wonderful. Can't wait, can't wait to meet meet him, meet him. Can't wait to meet him. Anyway, and finally, the wonderful. Claire Hogan. Oh, hello. Hello. Who will you be playing? I am playing a character that is a heron gone. <laughs> uh, my name is Roan, uh, and my title is Sir the Quarry, because I used to be a quartermaster, and uh, quarry for short, also because I'm a hare, so you get it. I'm playing a cleric, oh, right? Multiple cool. layers. <laughs> playing a cleric, level five. You, you get the you get some of the picture. Some of the picture, and more will come into focus soon. I'm going to lay the scene a little bit of the island that our characters have been inhabiting, along with other shipwrecked lost souls. Yes, you hear me right, an island. We go now to a vast expanse of sea. In all directions, the horizon falls away into oblivion. Nary never a mast in sight. In the center of that horizon, there is a desolate, blasted little outcropping of black rock and rigid cliffs, tough even to look at. There are lichens and mosses growing on some of these rocks, and others sit black and shiny, always a little bit damp. And this is an island come to be called by those unlucky enough, but lucky enough to survive, but unlucky enough to be shipwrecked and drifted by powerful currents to its shores. They call it now Helameth. Upon Helameth, there are small communities of people who live in little folks, folksels, little gatherings of people, perhaps those they'd shipwrecked with, or perhaps their new compatriots. They discuss what they used to do back when they were mapside and connected with the world and look eagerly forward to the next reckoning day when good Kedge might come up, rushed up by the currents, perhaps with new people, but hopefully with just lots of good loot. We open 
on a day that seems to begin like any other day. And as people are slowly coming out of their domiciles in the early morning as a cold wind blows over the rocks, a shout comes up from down on the rocky coast. Crabs! Hey, those crabs! Come on, everybody! I would like everyone to roll initiative, please. I just, I'll, the, when, when we hear all of our words in a paragraph like that, it sounds exactly like when you start reading a new science fiction book <laughs> yes. and you have to go to the glossary at the back <laughs> yeah. and find out what on earth this paragraph is saying. Yes. Uh, but I guess that's what uh, the prequels are for. Yeah. Don't hull about it. All right. So uh, <laughs> let's go around. Uh, Quinmaris, what is your initiative? Seven. Ooh, great. Facho. An unnatural 20. Whoa! And Roan. 8 plus 5? 8 plus 5. 13? 13. Awesome. So, first to act with an unnatural 20 is Facho Patchum. Facho, your hut is right next to the rocks that head down to the beach, so you are the first to hear this shout, Grabs! Uh, You even recognize the voice. You know it's Marcel already. Uh, You startle awake. Please describe your character. What do we see when we look at Facho Pacham? And what are you doing as you wake up in the early hours in your cooking hut? Oh, uh, well, uh, I've been... I shouldn't be sleeping because I should be making breakfast for everyone uh, so that they have a ready to go in the morning. Sleeping. But I was nodding <laughs> off, uh, leaning against my, my little stove, snoring. Uh, so Facho Pacham which most people just call him Facho or Gop sort of like to like playfully insult him and he'll fire right back, uh, is a small, extremely chubby, chubby halfling who it just has a, like a big greasy apron on that he's always wiping his hands on and all like utensils hanging from it. And there's always something how, somehow bubbling in a cauldron next to him. like. <laughs> Like travel cauldron, um, and um, he's got a little like kitchen type setup that people have helped him make by the somewhere in a on a rock near the near the water. Uh, he's always got fishing lines in the water, and he's always feeding people um, out of a, a bubbling cauldron that's never actually stopped bubbling. It's a <laughs> perpetual stew, and. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh cra- crabs, crabs! Oh, oh! I've been looking, looking for something in the uh, for the stool. This is this is great. Oh, uh, well. Uh, so I grab my my uh, big old ladle that's about as big as I am, and I <laughs> waddle out to the door, and I look down, and and I see. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, your one of your attendants, your assistants, uh, Marcel. Hi, there's crabs, sir. We've got crabs. They're they're coming up on the shore. We should get them. Marcel, one of your assistants in the kitchen, is down over this little lip down to the beach uh, and is surrounded by crabs of varying sizes, some very, very small and some large enough to be like, whoa, that's a it's tiny, but it's surprisingly fierce looking. Uh, And they are surging out of the surf uh, in the first time you've ever seen such a thing in a very long time. What would you like to do? I would like to go try to uh, go catch some. Awesome. Uh, give me an acrobatics check to see how well you jump down. Oh, here we go. I uh, tumble onto the sand. <laughs> What's with the number? A, uh, he shuffles his, <laughs> his pages. A 13. 
A 13 is fine. This is just a DC 10, just getting down without, you know, you like the sand is soft, absorbs a lot of the impact. Great, because I am barely big enough to, to <laughs> jump over the thing. So I sort of roll over, my gut gets stuck, uh, the apron sort of comes a, a little bit unloose, and I land, tie, tie the apron back up, and. <laughs> Uh, oh, 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 all these crabs. Oof, ow, that one got me. Hey, get out, get out of here. Uh, I start putting them clunk, clunk, clunk into a little uh, pot that I brought with me. Yeah. Um, Great. And sort of like crush them with my my ladle to like. Yeah, as you as you go to grab one of them though, just give me an uh, like an attack roll to see if you can grab it and get it. A, a, a seven. What, what sort of attack roll do you want? Uh, you could use your. You can use the spoon. Okay, well, no, 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 11. In 11? In 11 just does it. You, One of them is, like, you've thrown one, two, you reach down, and one of them seems a little bit bigger than the others, and you go to get it, and you just barely get under it and throw it in. Uh, I assume you do two damage to it, and it sort of is, like, incapacitated in your, well, in your job. Well, that's fine. Yeah, that's minimum. Great, that's minimum. Great. Anything else you want to do with this turn, Fachopacham? Marcel's there? Yep, Marcel's there on the shore grabbing crabs. Uh, try to grab some Marcel. We'll, we'll, have a, we'll have chowder for the rest of the day. Okay. Um, and Marcel runs off. Great. And then, Facho Pachem, something very strange happens. Leaping out of the water, a giant toad lands on the shore. Its webbed feet splayed, its skin green and thick, and you see its tongue flash out to try to grab a tiny crab. And it misses uh, as it tries to grab one of these things. Um, but it uh, it's around. Uh, well, better luck next time, friend. <laughs> <laughs> and just keep pl- like actually, I'm, can I toss one over to it? Yeah, you could toss one over to it. Sure, I'll throw energy. one. Great. Uh, it it seems to grab it. And then the camera pans up away from the shore to the helm, an area occupied by one Sir the Quarry, otherwise known as Roan. Roan, you're hearing these sounds come up from the beach. Please tell us what's around Roan. What does she look like as she's starting her day? So what she looks like, I mean, you can think of like a Arctic hare. Uh, that's what she looks like. Uh, she's about five eight. She was born in the summertime, uh, and when she and when she was born, she in her in the summertime, her coat is um, a reddish brown. So uh, that's what she's that's what she's named for. But no one here uh, really knows that because this island is tundra temperatured. So she's uh, her body is under the impression that it's wintertime and. It's time to <laughs> it's time to have the winter coat out. She wears plate mail uh, underneath her officer's coat. That is your classic blue and with some white trim, and she keeps it as neat and tidy as she can, using her mending spell to sort of keep it. Uh, fresh looking as an officer should. She's got the classic quartermaster's wheel on the left shoulder. That's where I've decided it it is. And I learned that the traditional name for the, the quartermaster is the wheels. She didn't resonate with that. So she refers to herself as the quarry as a shortened version of quartermaster. Um, but it's plays on multiple levels. And let's see, she has one sort of marred eye. So she has one milky eye and over that eye she wears kind of a monocle and it uh, enhances her compromised sight in that eye and also indicates to her, uh, it acts as a barometer for the temperature of 
the uh, of the day because being at sea and being the quartermaster and being in charge of plotting the coordinates and keeping on top of the inclement weather and navigations, uh, handy little magic items um, gnome made along the way or something. Wonderful. As you are doing your morning routine in the helm, uh, you hear echoing up off of the rocks from the beach below. Ow, come back here, you little bit of a uh, is this do, is this unusual? Do we Very have unusual. Yeah, without without any kind of role. Um, there's usually if there's if someone captures some crabs or things, it's one or two at a time. A whole swarm of them, hardly ever uh, would that happen. Uh, it's it definitely seems like more than a dram of a day for sure. <laughs> more. Th- okay. <laughs> So, Sir the Cory turns to her, uh, you know, I'm assuming that she's standing at her workbench, uh, going over various plans for the island, overseeing whatever it is that she gets up to overseeing, um, and turns to whoever acts as her, I don't know, lieutenant and right tenant. I don't know the words for things. Yeah, there's Um, there's, there's left, there's left tenant there, and there's a, there's a right tenant there. (laughs) Sure. Uh, The, uh... They are, they are sort of like, they're supposed to like have been awake and they are definitely both there. Like, uh, yeah, you've right. got, um, look to the, f- the, <laughs> the seafood is uh, acting up. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the seafood is acting up. <laughs> grab your weapons oh. and we're going down to the beach. Oh, hey, they, they both reach over and they grab uh, pikes that they, they were ready with to the beach. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're going uh. crab hunting. Oh, okay. Um, and and they both run off. Do you now? Are these two people that were with you from your crew initially when yeah. you? Oh, these okay. are two people from my from the unless. Well, I think the right hand. I think the right tenant um, is not the left okay. tenant is, but the right tenant and the no the left tenant because we had to work this out in our earlier yeah. um, dialect uh, work. Uh, Vincent knows more about boats, so technically we had to learn that the left tenant ha- probably had to be had to be axed on my original crew in order for myself, the quartermaster, mm. to mm. be the highest ranking right. individual left on my boat. So but actually now they've become your left these, tenant, and but they so, were not. Yeah. Yeah. So I, the, this, this one sailor ha, was elevated to my lieutenant. And then we have someone who just wanted to be part of, um, this particular, uh, role of, uh, oversight and organizing. Um, and, uh, straight up just asked if they could be the right tenant. And we didn't, we didn't, since it's not, you know, since we're miles away, miles, who knows how far we are away from actual civilization and the actual, um, mythological, uh, fantasy Navy that we're part of. Uh, sure. We gave it to them. We just said, sure thing. Right. Tenant. There you right are. Tenant. That's, I'm the right That's, tenant. So I got a left tenant and a right tenant, and we grab our equipment and we run on down. I'll do that dash action awesome. you suggested. As you grab your halberd and you tell your right and left tenant to go down to the beach and start to run. <laughs> they didn't know any better, and I didn't want to break their heart, you know? <laughs> as you as you start to run in, you know, you feel the cold breeze of the early morning. Um, and like these shouts ringing out and the racing down to the shore, unmemory comes to you unbidden, and you are now below decks of a ship that suddenly keels to the left and corrects. From above decks, you hear a bell ding, 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 ringing out and race through the narrow hallways of it, surging above deck, but it is too late. And just as it comes, the memory 
way and you're just running. I definitely have shipwreck PTSD. That's very accurate. Um, so yeah. <laughs> continue running. <laughs> you run. I have to make a sanity check there or no, that's no. a different game. No, it's okay. a different game, but you run down. Do you want to do anything to try to like wake the rest of the camp? Or are you just running with right and left tenant? Do you want to make, you could, I would allow you to like make a charisma check to try to like rouse more people to come on down. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give like a something's up. Yeah, Great, that's the roll best, a, that's roll a charisma check for me. I love well, that. Uh, we'll say we'll say on a on a on a we'll, like the number will determine how many people are gonna wake. Well, we got a fifteen, and I got no modifier on that. Awesome. So, so just a fifteen. Let's uh let's say I was gonna say that it, like a twelve was gonna be one. So let's say that's like three more people that are gonna so run down. So something's and be up out. on yeah. the beach. Something's, something's up, up on the beach. Yeah, a few people hear that uh, and they're 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 shambling out and they'll be acting soon to come on down. Right. Um, you get you get right up to the edge, um, and you can on your next turn jump down and start grabbing stuff, no problem. Awesome, Fatu Pacham, down on the beach as you are grabbing crabs, the shoreline washes out and a new sound rushes out towards you as a giant claw comes to grab you. All you see at first oh. is this giant claw, but then it continues to a crab. I was looking to see if I have any reactions <laughs> on my spell list, which I don't. Um, it gets a 22 to hit. It hits. Okay. You're going to take seven points of damage. <gasps> Go ahead and mark that down. And you are grappled. Um, you're going to be able to attempt to escape that on your turn. Oh, no. Look, uh, get into my cauldron. As Facho yells that out and Roan looks on, the camera moves far up the hill back into a, a cave system to the workshop of one Quinn Maris. Quinn Maris, the sun's up. You've been up for a few hours doing your morning rituals and routines, but tell me, what's Quinn Maris look like and getting up to? Yeah, so I, I'm in my foxhole, um, which also doubles as my artificer shop. Uh, it is essentially a cave in the side of the rock face of this kind of place we've been beached, but it's farther away from the helm. It's not as central to the rest of the crew that we have kind of been living with. Um, I tend to like my space and it's a little bit farther away. He has just come back from his uh, morning drink with the ocean where he sits out and he just, he raises a glass um, and does his his usual toast, mm. um, checks his, his maps, checks his contraption that monitors weather activity um, and is back in his shop tinkering away with among various um, inventions, contraptions uh, that just are in varying states of disarray. There's like magical like fritzing, there's smoke coming from something, there's a coffee maker that just like keeps bubbling and bubbling and bubbling, but it's it's never ending. Um, just in varying states of chaos and at the center of it is, is him. Hmm. And could you describe just briefly for me what Quinn Maris themselves looks like? Um, so Quinn Maris is a very tiny man. He is so small that you would think he's a dwarf, but he's not. He's just human. Um, he's got this crazy like orange hair that it's like very straight and sticks out of like the top of his head. Um, like a little bit of nose hair, some like out of his ears, like just like <laughs> very not well-shaven man, like lots of hair. Um, on his head is a 
Scottish print newsboy cap that from far away looks like like just an aggressive Scottish plaid. But as you get closer, you realize it's actually just a bunch of different pieces of fabric sewn together because he doesn't want to, you know, pay for clothes. He's an artificer. He can just make them. Um, going back to like down to his face, he's got like a, like a large nose that he sometimes wears glasses on and they kind of just like, like the big circle ones that kind of bulge out. But he doesn't wear them. He only wears them when he's working, but he can't see very well, which doesn't work well for the people he is like involved with because he can't really see what's going on. Um, and then going to his clothes, you know, they're pretty plain clothes, they're workers clothes, but again, like just different varying fabrics and patches and colors, like it all kind of clashes, but like kind of goes together. Gives, again, the illusion that he is like a Scotsman, but like it's completely unintentional. He is, he's not, he just like looks like that. Um, and then around his sides are modified saddlebags from a horse um, that he has kind of like basically got like a belt around his waist and two bags that hang almost like to his ankles like just full of trinkets and shells and things that he's found on the beach um and just like they're full of tolls like maybe his you know blaster is like hooked on the side sometimes it's not sometimes it's elsewhere um but just giant bags that give the illusion that he's like large or like as if he's wearing a skirt almost but he's not he's it's just he, it's, it's a disguise. Everything about it is a disguise. And he just runs around. He's just a tiny man with lots of things. And he hears the commotion. Grabs, something's up, this grabs. Here's the commotion, perks his head up and grabs the closest thing to him. And it comes running down the beach. Mm, great. Uh, give me an athletics check to see if I would say because you're gonna you're gonna be the furthest from this because you're mm -hmm. further back in a cave, right? Yeah. We're gonna see without without making you like dash for three turns. Give me an athletics check to see if you can be close enough that you can start getting involved next turn. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. That's incredible. Uh, how about this? Let's say that you have some piece of technology, some artificer magic uh, that gets you down to the beach in a rush if you need to ever. Tell me, what is that? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a glorified Stairmaster, <laughs> but like on the shore. Well, it's like a zip line, but a chair. A zip and line. And so, because he's got a peg leg, you know, he's hunched over. He's like a little bit older, <laughs> just uh, you know, like pushing almost eighty. Um, and just you know, he gets in his stairmaster, but it is um, magically powered, so it just kind of like like a monorails him oh, down the gotcha. beach. Zoom! You fly down to the beach, and as you're arriving, you see Facho in the grip of a giant crab. Roan is running towards the ledge. And Facho, you watch as a bunch of little crabs with a little bit more menacing look about them surround Marcel, and they are going to make a whole bunch of attacks on him. Okay, this is really bad for Marcel. Marcel's got crabs on every appendage. Uh, it starts off just one's on his hand and he shakes it off, and then another jumps on him, and another jumps on him, and he's bleeding from a bunch of places, and he looks very distressed as they begin to swarm up on him. Uh, two of them do try to take swings on you, Facho. They both miss, uh, but you are watching as Marcel's surrounded by eight crabs and there's two more trying to get at you and you are in the claws of a giant crab. And that is your turn, Facho. Well, like I said, get in the cauldron. And I wanna, by saying that, cast Mind Sliver 
at the crab. I'm just gonna insult the crab <laughs> and say, you're gonna taste some real good with some ancient bay. And then I'm going to also cast Mantle of Inspiration, uh, which will, as a bonus action, uh, give five temporary hit points oh. to up to three creatures that you can see. And uh, they immediately get to use the reaction to move up to its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Oh, uh, wow. And I'm gonna say, go get the butter ready, Marcel. <laughs> He's inspired, and he says, absolutely, right and, away. And tell a couple other people about this. <laughs> uh, and uh, so also, um, Mind Sliver. Oh, yes. So this crab will make an intelligence saving throw. Not super smart. Come on, you dumb crustacean. <laughs> he has a minus five to this. So... <laughs> 14 on the die, which would save, but minus five, nine does not save. So uh, you're level five, so you're going to deal 2d6 psychic damage to him. Please go ahead and roll 2d6 for me. Eight. Eight. Awesome. You brutally insult this crab um, and, you know, really demoralize him by telling him that he's going to be cooked in butter and ancient bay. But do not kill him. Up next. That's the toad. You fed the toad. Fed the toad. The toad. Toad also got five hit temporary hit points. <laughs> the toad. I can move. What? Why would you? Why by accident? I missed that. No, I, f I feel I. There's some like Fatcho likes slimy things. That's oh, so all there you, is you to just, it. You just fed him up before Roll so that we can. Uh, an animal handling check for me. I'll say with feeding him and giving him temporary hit points, I will let you have advantage. The toad on our side. Maybe is now fourteen. The toad will not attack you this turn. <laughs> um, the toad, the toad is going to just grab another little crab. <laughs> Sir, it's your turn. Sir, the quarry will be taking a leap awesome. into action here. Uh, now, what is the actual wording of your your jumping ability? As a bonus action, you can jump 15 feet without provoking opportunity attacks. You can use this trait if your speed is greater than zero. You can use it three times and regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. That's because my proficiency bonus is three. So it will gotcha. increase if my, my bonus ever increases. And awesome. it's called rabbit yeah, hop. You're, you're going to do a rabbit, rabbit hop. hop. No, no check needed. This uses your bonus action, but no check needed. Um, you are you are down at the at the level where the crabs are. I also are. just would like everyone to be able to hear the like clinking of the plate mail <laughs> as I leap forward. Uh, just just the the crunch as I the crunch and then the and then the anyway. I you don't are know truly what that leaping like. into action to save a member of your your crew here on the island and who you see your cook in the claws sir, of you a crab. Stupid sir. Yeah, sir is like get in the pot. Catch him. <laughs> Your dinner is really getting out of hand. <laughs> this is all backwards today. <laughs> this. I will help you get it in the pot. <laughs> and just uh, for anyone uh, who's uh, curious about this accent, it's just I'm just trying to roll the R's, and it's uh, it's a rabbit accent for the way rabbits talk when they speak common. Claire, I think everybody knows that. This is, that's, that's you know, I ever, obviously rabbit accent. You're right, doing a great okay. job on the rabbit. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, very, it's not, yeah, I love very, it. It's yeah, not yeah. anything I've, that belongs to Earth. 
So uh, you're down on the beach with your movement. You could get either to the swarm of crabs that were just around Marcel, or you could get to the giant crab that has its grip around Facho. Uh, you did see Marcel getting swarmed by them last turn. Uh, Facho is in the midst of a pitched battle of wits uh, with one crab. What would you like to do with your action? Given the nature of someone being almost slaughtered by a bunch of <laughs> crabs, um, uh, the quarry takes stock of the mm. situation. And, yeah. uh, she, you know, she was about to just bop the crab on the nose with uh, with the, the blunt end of her of her stick just to just to try to. But now it's she's going to do something a little more serious. Take your time. <laughs> she's going to do something a little more. She's going to do something a little more serious and just try to just try to take care of the situation. Okay. Um, so she casts Thunder Wave. Awesome. So I'm going to say that I position myself. Like, I'm going to try to get between um, Patchim yeah. and the crab, if I can, which I maybe can't. But I just, I don't want to hurt Patchim in my spell, basically, is yeah. my intention. So if I can stand alongside him. Totally. Um, and you're doing this kind of quickly, so let's make it a check. Give me, um, like, an athletics check to muscle in or an acrobatics check to dodge in and, like, find a good position. Um... Well, for ath- that's a seven on athletics. Seven on athletics. It is. It's hard to get in a position. Well, then he may get hurt. He may. He may so, take some damage. He may have to make this. I've damage. heard worse. <laughs> so, uh, each creature in a fifteen feet foot cube originating from me must make a Constitution saving throw. Whoa! Wow, that's great. Okay, Facho, go ahead and give me a Constitution saving throw. Rowan, I'm going to say you're going to hit the big crab that's grappling him and four of the little guys. Here we go. So okay. go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll two d eight for me. So just roll, just roll them both. Beautiful eight. They are all, including the big crab, instantly dead. Can we also just say that they're all pushed tw- ten Fif- feet out to sea as well? Totally. Just all like fly up into the surf. And the big one maybe breaks into parts, and I'm like, wait, did the big one die too? The one who was grabbing you, yes. I'm real sorry, Patchum. I know you might have wanted to to present that in a nicer way than in bits. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it would have been a bit harder to get into the pot, though, and I <laughs> want to start dragging it up to the... As you do, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh, my goodness. Nine. Nine. On a nine, you think you saw another claw out there. Maybe? You can't say how many. In the, the surf coming you, up? Yeah, you think you see uh, the carapaces of more of them fluttering in various uh, as the waves sort of come in and out. Um, you think there might be more of these things. And actually, up next in the initiative order are those giant crabs coming out of the surf uh, to come and make attacks on you, Facho Pachum. Are we standing? Like, how deep is the water? I just want a picture. The waves are crashing in and out, so it changes a lot. Um, the crabs are emerging from a space that is deep enough for them to hide in just out there, but you're probably only in about your shins and maybe the water rushes up to your thighs every so often. Uh, so, Facho, it's it's sometimes pretty deep for you. You bob along a little bit. Um, um, but it's not super deep yet. I like the idea that my character is like a bit self-conscious about getting wet because she smells a bit like a wet dog, but like the <laughs> rabbit version of wet dog. And <laughs> does a nine hit you? No. Patrick, you whoo, dodge out of the way as a claw erupts uh, past you. Um, another crab, another giant crab scuttles past you, um, headed at Sir. Uh, headed to go get Sir. Attack you get of opportunity an ac- attack of opportunity. <laughs> a... 11. And 11 does not hit. Uh, these are a little bit more armored than their smaller ones, and you go to whack it with your spoon, and you just just hit it with your spoon, and it Sounds doesn't. Sounds right. 
doesn't seem to notice. And uh, this one's going to take a swing on you, sir. Also, look at they both. They both rolled just nines. Six plus three. <laughs> Cling! Right, you pull up your halberd, right? I, you, I like to imagine that it's just they just try and I if they got an, over a 10 maybe I'd have to try a bit but you know yeah, they, do, you under do, a 10? do you dodge them it's just like, <laughs> no I just let them I just let them try to get their little the little cla- cla- clammy clampers on me um, clamps and just watching it <laughs> just watch it like ping Pinting. off <laughs> ping that's that's how I picture it beautiful Donnie that's your turn. Yeah. With that uh, Stairmaster bringing you down, you get deposited onto the beach. You're here about 30 feet from Facho. What do you want to do? Yes. So I would like to uh, create a homunculus. With your action, you create your action. homunculus. Yes. Excellent. So you, yeah, describe how you create your homunculus. Yeah. So I, I see this toad sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is a lot of lot happening. <laughs> <laughs> they look like they need help. Um, and I grab a, a seashell from the beach. I just like hold it in between my palms, and and then a, a toad out of seashells appears <laughs> next to me. But it's like big. Wow! I don't know the size requirement that it has to tiny. be tiny. Okay, it never, it's a small toad. Never mind. It's a really <laughs> <laughs> you it's a small toad. Yes, so you 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 leave into a very mechanically complex class. I'm sorry. That's okay. So you. You're doing so great. You run down to the beach. You go, oh, toad. And you throw your hands together with a shell, make another toad. Uh, that's your action. With your bonus action, you can command your homunculus. Yeah, I was going to have it. I, is there a specific attack that I have to follow, or can I just make it do like? You can make it do whatever you want. Okay, because I had this image of it trying to just like play like whack-a-mole with crabs. <laughs> trying to just like stomp them out. Great. Go ahead and give me um, give me an attack roll. 18. Great, and you're hitting a small crab. Um, go ahead and roll a d4 for me. Three. Three. Yeah, it kills it. Just straight up squashes another little crab. Um, there are good s- job. There are still so quite proud. A few crabs. That's my boy. That's my boy. Okay, that brings us to the little crab's turn. Seven of them are gonna swarm around you, Facho Pacham, and that means you get hit for two damage as these little crabs are sort of just slicing up your feet um, and it's it's uncomfortable they are they are clawing at your ankles trying to uh, assist their large brethren um, something seems to have really driven them into a, a frenzy and that brings us to you Facho Pacham there's a big crab who swung and missed you um, and you are surrounded by little crabs that are like slicing at your ankles and calves Facho Patchum, it uh, casts sleep at the <laughs> at the crabs in front of him. Awesome. Uh, so uh, the spell this spell sends creatures into a magical slumber. Roll five d eight. Um, uh, twenty seven. So a twenty seven worth of hit points <laughs> okay. on the spell sleep. So if they're all with two hit points, that means the, that thirteen of them. 13 of them is what you said? Yes. Just pass out. What is it? How does Facho Patchum cast sleep? What does that look like? Um, let's see. How would it, how would it, uh, he, yeah, he starts, he starts singing a lullaby. Um, and, <laughs> uh, can you sing it for us? Yeah, of course. It goes, well, it's time to go to sleep, little baby. <laughs> I can just hear the rest of the song. And you're rocking and you're rolling in the deep. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's it. Also, happens to be the uh, the song that I sing when oh. I put crabs into the bucket 
of boiling water, the cauldron. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a cooking song. Okay, it's a little right. by song. So it's a cooking song. Yeah, that's right. It's a. It's the welcome to the end. I've rocked many crab. a crab to sleep. <laughs> I've rocked many too. a crab to sleep. Um, so they they are they are asleep. So they could for be a minute. Wo- they're unconscious for they're a minute. unconscious for a minute unless someone uses their action to wake them up, right? Yeah. <laughs> wake up, crab. Shaking a crab. Please, wake up. Great. Or, or unless they take, if they take damage. any damage. Great. Yeah. All but two of the little crabs are asleep. Just like that. Um, and the rest were already knocked out. So there there are so few little crabs left. Um, wonderful turn. Uh, that oh, bra- uh, <laughs> oh you're done. not done. No. Okay. Um, okay, go on. How many giant crabs? Do I see two? Yeah, you see two giant crabs. Okay. Well, one is one is like near you, and the other is near Sir. How far apart are they? They are. Uh, you guys are ten feet apart, so they are ten feet apart. Okay. I want to right between them. I uh, utter an unspeakable language, <laughs> and this this huge tentacle comes out of the water <laughs> and just slaps the crab in that's that is next to me, uh, and. That is, so. What ability is that? Yeah, uh, right. Is that a bonus action? It is a bonus, a action, bonus ability. action and uh, Illithid companion. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically. Um, <laughs> so that tentacle spell is so spell archaic. Attack. I love it. All right, make spell attack. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen hits. Okay. How much damage? One point of cold damage. <laughs> It is cold, but still alive. <laughs> As you... Okay, and now is the water deep enough to swim? <laughs> N- uh, for you, for, for you, I... yeah, for you, halfling, sure, you could swim. Great, you want to swim? Better swimmer than I am a walker. I swim to the, to the shore. You swim. Okay. Jump out. Okay. Uh, maybe I swim a little bit around so I have more movement <laughs> because that's how. Uh, what's what's that phenomenon that like you know if I'm trying to get here it's better to go m- longer distance in the medium that you can go faster in to come out. I see. It's why light refracts in Aquaria. I see because I go fast. Okay. Um, that fun fact has erased from my brain what you were actually asking. I am swimming to shore. You and swim then jumping to shore. out. Yes. So you swim to shore. It rapidly Dolphin becomes kicking. too shallow for your your stomach starts to drag on the rocks like mm-hmm. very quickly. Mm-hmm. This is very important for for us to all to understand. There is probably a moment in which I am still faster doing like this little seal hump up the <laughs> up the shore than I am to get up and run. So there is a moment in which I am like, bloop, bloop, because it's still technically sort of swimming in the shallow water. So I'm still like, with my little like leather jerk and apron, I'm like, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> up, up okay. to... Hello there, it's Paul to tell you about our very own Lauren Ariel's photography business. Lauren is not only a genius storyteller and role player on our show, she's also a remarkable one-woman powerhouse of a photography company, specializing in photography as a medium for telling stories. Her photos are intimate, powerful, and raw. Lauren's background is in photojournalism and photo art, and she brings that kind of professionalism and lens to her work. You can check out a variety of her packages over on her website, laurenariel.com forward slash pricing. She has specialized bookings for single sessions of portraits, events, or weddings, and tailored packages for small business marketing, online artists, maternity packages, and full-service wedding shoots. Lauren is a photographer who gets not just the right shot, but gets the shot that tells the story of you 
your event, your business, or your big life event. Part of why I was so excited to have her on this storytelling podcast is because she has such a precise sense of what's important to look at and how to frame it. Lauren works in the Philadelphia and New York area, and you should definitely consider her the next time you need a photographer, especially because if you book your shoot with her before January 31st, 2023, you'll get three free prints with your order. Check out her website at laurenariel.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-A-R-I-E-L.com and see all her booking options at laurenariel.com forward slash pricing. Let me, sure. let me oh summarize. Let me summarize this turn. Joe <laughs> Patchum says, Go to sleep, little baby! <laughs> All the crabs around you <laughs> pass out. And then you look around and you see a giant crab near you and you go, <laughs> a tentacle erupts out of the rocky beach, slams it. No, no, it's Gently. more of just like a... Yeah, it's more of a... Slap slaps like, it across the face. <laughs> Enough to serve as In a In your place slap. After which, you swim away, but that swim is finished with a... Uh, perhaps as horrible as the words of the fathomless deep were seal hopping on rocky belly seal worm flopping uh, before you were forced to give up and walk um, and waddle you waddle leaving the threatened range of the giant crab that was near you does let, does let it attempt to attack you and it got a four I can't roll for these poor crabs so <laughs> yeah you just your, your tentacle actually sort of helps like oh, um, and just sort of Mm-hmm. Does that tentacle? Is it still up and wandering oh, yeah, it's just around? Like, it's just it's like it's like uh, out. like the the awesome the flippy floppy pool guy. Like, come on here, we've got a sail. The inflatable arm tomb man. That's oh right. My gosh. Yeah. Oh, what is the giant toad gonna do with all that information? It's the giant toad's turn. Yes. Um, go ahead and roll another animal handling check, but I think this time with disadvantage. I don't, I mean, I'm not sure. We'll just roll uh, animal handling what, and tell me what you get. Unnatural 20. An unnatural 20? Okay, I'm just, I don't know why I'm, I want to impose disadvantage. I just felt there was something horrifying about the end of that turn. Um, but an unnatural 20, uh, the, the toad eats another, uh, it's a little crab. Wait, is the toad on our, is the toad up? Should we not? Nobody knows. It's just it, there? It just appeared. We don't know. I, oh. I have fed the toad and the toad has been sitting there. <laughs> watching a little mini version of itself squish crabs that it then eats. <laughs> I mean, I'm about toad. to cook the toad. All right. Do um, it. You can, yeah. Is it my turn? It is your turn, oh sir. Okay, okay. Well intuited. So, Roan, um, she's going to leap out of the water. So, yeah, I'm going to say that uh, Sir the Quarry sort of uh, raises her rabbit paw hands. I'm not clear on if she got hands or paws, but. Hands, I'm, definitely hands. Hands, it's definitely thumbs hands. And all. How else would you re- wield a halberd? With awesome paws, with awesome, but you if don't you have a thumb. If you want to have paws, you can have paws. No, I don't need to have. I just, I can't tell. There's, there's not enough pictures on the <laughs> internet for me to tell if this character how humanoid. Anyway, I'm gonna put some pants on and use hands. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, now we, that I'm understanding, say, I'm more humanoid than I thought I you was. You can just say that you didn't have time to put your pants on. You don't no, always go around without pants. I just, <laughs> I just pictured, do you know, like, what is that? What is that other character, that 
that is a rabbit. Oh, it's called rabbit. I'm also the Winnie the Pooh thing. I'm not. So I just now I'm clear that I'm not quite shaped like whatever. We're it's first first. Uh, it's like rabbit wears any clothes though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly not a halberd. Okay, so... Okay, I just want to, for us, recognize that we got onto this silly bit while you were raising your hands to the heavens to call. To call lightning, but I just didn't know what my hands looked like. I didn't know what they looked like. I had a bit of a trip moment. Uh, Oh, my hands. It will hurt me to edit that out. I hope I don't have to. I hope I can keep keep all of that in. Anyway. You're welcome. (laughs) So... How do you call lightning? uh, You know, uh, just... Just calling, just calling the lightning down, doing the lightning finger symbols. If that makes sense, you I don't know. Maybe it's been clapping. I don't know. Just, just <laughs> picture. Oh yeah, that's it. It's that's it. It's like carving out the shape. It's the jagged, the jagged direction the lightning is going to take, and then aiming that lightning oh, at nice. where cool. I uh, perceive the uh, dinner. I mean crabs. I mean, uh, I mean toad dinner. I mean, you know, we're hungry on the island. Suddenly, the sky darkens. And crashes of lightning fly down from the heavens. So you're gonna hit these two giant crabs. Uh, one of them is uh, is cold a little bit. They make deck saves. What's yes. the DC? Uh, what's your spell save DC? It's fifteen. Fifteen. Great. One of them rolled a natural twenty and saves. I th- I'm gonna say that's the one that uh, was uh, hit by the tentacle. The tentacle is actually grounding it right now. Um, so it takes only half damage. Like the tentacle is like coming out of the ground, and so like helps it save for a moment. Because does the tentacle have to make a save? Does the tentacle? I don't think the tentacle truly exists. It, uh, I see. It's least, I mean, I don't know okay, well, from what my thing says. It doesn't seem like it awesome. has hit points or anything. What are you looking for? D10s. Oh, you got them. Okay. That is a fifteen. Fifteen damage. Okay, great. So. The one that's closer to you fries alive. You smell it cook. <laughs> Sizzles right in front of you. Uh, went from like r- reaching out to get you to instant cooked crab. Um, the other one that was uh, being like touched by the tentacle, uh, which saves, takes seven. That is the giant crab's turn. So there's this one giant crab that is been slapped with a tentacle and then hit by lightning. Um, it's going to come forward and try to hit you. It two. tried. It tried. <laughs> Once again, the rabbit is unmoved. Oh my god. Um, just uh, over here. She <laughs> shakes it off of her boot. Roan, you shake this crab off of your boot and the tide recedes suddenly revealing... Seven more giant crabs scuttling forward. Still, probably a dash action of theirs away from you all out into the surf. Uh, but that just reveals them. You know, they've used their movement already, and then the water reveals them. And Quinmaris, it is now your turn. Oh, that's a lot of crabs. We got crabs. I think I'm going to use Thunder Wave. Oh, a second thunder wave. Yeah. Great. So you use your movement to get up. Uh, you get close enough to... Yes, I, I move yeah. forward to yep. get close enough as I you can. You catch up with your homunculus. Yes, who is um, just and destroying tiny crabs. You could run up and position yourself so that you could hit three of them. Okay. Because they're these are all pretty close to each other. So you're going right. to... They need to make a constitution saving throw. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, yes. What, what is uh, the... 14. 14. Yeah. One of them gets an 18. So one of okay. them is going to take half. Okay. Okay. Um, and then the other two are going to take the full damage. Okay. So go ahead and roll the damage. Nine. Yeah. Ooh. Average. Yeah. Hey, Woo! average. 
Awesome. So uh, of these crabs that are coming out, you hit two of them mm -hmm. for nine. They are immediately like, you know, like carapace ripping off claws. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like they're, they're hurt. Yeah. Um, and nine divided by two, four damage to another one. Awesome. That would be the little crabs. All the little crabs, don't, they're all asleep. Um, Facho, you are running away. You've just heard lightning strike down behind you. Um, there are more crabs emerging from the water. What would you like to do? Okay, well, first of all, I'm uh, going to use a bonus action to use the tentacle to, like, slap a slap another crab. Okay. It's about to get knocked back to the deep. Two points of damage. Did you make the spell attack? Like, do you have to make spell attack to hit it? Oh, yeah. I guess so. It's not doing much. I caress it lightly. <laughs> The, the tentacle. You're just my sweet crabby boy. <laughs> <laughs> the the tentacle uh, is you know a creature of the sea, and sometimes it's hard for it to attack other creatures <laughs> of the sea. Wait, so uh, uh, no. Toad is hopping it was away. A, malig that, that, that malicious caress. Yes. <laughs> like, ha, huh? my pretty. That's right. So soon you will be mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I. Uh, if you listen closely to the tentacle, you hear the. I want to know if I recognize that language. What is going on? Go ahead, and roll, go ahead and roll a sanity check for me. Uh, we're not playing Call of Cthulhu, but I. Um, I'll decrease your wisdom score if you want. No, thank you. Um, I hear nothing. The um, sound of the sea. <laughs> I haven't gone crazy on the island. None of us have. I mean, you, again, I don't know. It's up to you about if, if you two have talked about this tentacle ability right. or if I this is the first time you're seeing the, it. In the I mean, years we've been here, of, I've noticed that. You've noticed that I care about octopus and I will never eat one even if we, even if we catch one. Yeah, and you so, get real gloomy and it casts a pallor. And at this and point, have, we've... we've I, also, I have a little, uh, I have a little like octopus that seems to hang out a lot in the place. Like you don't see him all the time, but every once in a while there's like little octopus thing that seems to be like chopping onions or something. Have you ever asked, have you ever asked Sir to create a, a rule about not hunting octopus or do you like, oh, yes. do you like, yes? Well, n no, because that, that's the sort of thing that Facho doesn't necessarily have to do because the people that are working for him know that and don't need to yeah, do it. Yeah, so basically so like, no one catches, so because, so, sir. So anyone who catches it, they're, I mean. They, they can cook it and eat it themselves. I mean, see, they're not, they but should not better not of. tell Facho. Yeah. That's right. What's the forgiveness permission thing? Anyway, it's that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better the to. The forgiveness permit. Yeah, forgiveness permission. Don't, yeah. Don't, just, they can, if they, they, if they get caught, they can ask for forgiveness. Better to tickle a 10 than to tend to tickle. 10. And with that quip, we end this episode of Tentacle Talk with Facho Patchum. Facho Patchum, that was your bonus action. You see more crabs coming up out of the ocean. What would you like to do? Facho Patchum's gonna cast uh, is gonna cast aid, and the way he's doing that, I go back into the water <laughs> uh, to the to this guy. This blasted open cooked crab, and I take out some uh, like like a, my special pouch of salt uh, and some other spices, and I start putting it onto the crab, and it smells so good that you uh, immediately get <laughs> five hit points. Five hit points. It's at its lowest level. Yes. Yeah. And are so your mouth is just watering. <laughs> You are so excited. You can do this for three people. Does that include me? It does. So you could do yourself, Sir the Quarry, and... Well, looks Quinn like Marius we're lucky. Arrived. Here we are. It's us three. 
we're great. Getting, we're getting five hit points. It is so good. Your mouth is watering. And you're just like, yes. Just this cooking is it. All right. right who's here. cooking? Oh, man. Um, yeah, I sort of want to start, like, take a chunk of the crab meat that I made, that I cook, and, like, waddle back out. Like, what <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, back to, out of the, away from a crab. Awesome. You grab a bit of this crab meat and waddle away. And that is the giant toad's turn. Hmm. You know what? Because he's a toad, like, what is he here for? I'm going to, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's just here to eat some stuff. Lightning call down. He got an eight on a wisdom save. Um, he's going to start hopping away. Just. <laughs> Dinner. <laughs> so uh, he's got five temporary hit points. He's feeling great um, and has eaten a bunch of crabs and is good. He first starts to go in the direction of Quinn Maris and mm. sees Quinn Maris and then starts hopping into the water to sort of like swim away. Okay. Sir. All right. <laughs> Call lightning. Yes. <laughs> it's the right choice here. I choose the the, the maximum damagey five foot area. So you, you aim for the four unhurt ones. One of the unhurt ones saved. Both of the hurt, or they're all, sorry, these are all the unhurt ones. So one of them saves. Um, go ahead and roll the call lightning damage. Oh, no. We, um, the lightning comes through really, really weak, kind of like looking like a spark sparkler, like a little birthday sparkler. Just one, descended, one, just two. drifted on down from the wow, sky. Nice. Birthday sparkler. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's very um, nice. It's really just, it's really... We're just warning shots, sending up warning shots. It's just, it, it's, it looks a little bit like, you know, when fireworks are going to go off and you're yeah. like, oh, it's going to go, it's going to go, and it, but then it doesn't go off. Yeah. It's an unsafe dud from the grocery store. Hey, it's still, it still hurts a bit. So that's, what is it? It's four. A one and one and a two. It's four. It's four, four total out of awesome. a potential of 30. Hey, you never know. That's something. Sir Grimaces. <laughs> Looking a little... Would you like to use your channel divinity to make that do maximum damage? Oh my goodness. Pull up your, your Tempest it, Cleric my stuff. My thing says channel divinity turn undead one action. Channel divinity destructive wrath. Player's handbook, page 62. That's oh, hold on. You can use channel divinity to deal maximum damage instead of rolling for lightning or thunder damage. So you'll just let me... I'll just let you I'll let you say that we did that instead. Let's do that. Like, just because that... that I didn't know I could do that. I'm delighted to learn I can do that. And I appreciate the do-over of the saddest lightning call <laughs> that this uh, island has so ever seen. You, like, I just, yeah, so, Sir Grimaces after seeing that we're not getting quite as much oomph out of this. And then just like, just summons <laughs> so much more. Uh, tempest so much energy. more tempestuous energy, and a uh, and all of those, even the one who saved, die. All Get four of them. The just nuts for dinner. Um, yeah, I'll say that uh, they. I haven't been rolling for them. They've just sort of been there to like help out and run in when they can. Um, your lieutenant and right tenant run in and are grabbing things and are trying to get out as quickly as they can in case you're going to call lightning again. They go after your turn and they get in and they get out as fast as they yeah, can. Yeah, they got they got fish nets. They got yeah. you know, and and they're putting them aside for uh, so such a funny other like like uh, extra goal of the encounter like survive <laughs> and get food and also just like you know start cooking the crabs while we're still fighting yeah <laughs> okay there's one crab that we is still priorities close straight. to you that was like much closer so you weren't targeting we it with for this six beautiful hours lighting. on the problems of our isolation <laughs> so that we could do this rolls a rolls a 19 this is a reckoning this day. giant crab mm -hmm. rolls a nine uh 19 plus three to hit you you want to name this guy just because he's yeah. really coming through he's really coming through um clawford 
Clawford. I'm um, gonna delight when we get nice. to meet Clawford. Oh my goodness. Clawford is charging for you, Roan. Uh, but I remember you have Polar Master. Uh, so you get to make an opportunity attack against this crab as he enters your space, if you would like to do so. Okay. Da, 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 da. Uh, just looking into So that's a 16 to hit. 16 hits. Go ahead and roll the damage, please. Crack that carapace. <laughs> just don't roll bad. Uh, no pressure. All right, right. Whoa. So. Uh, hey. Damage to a small crab. Get it, Clawford. Just yeah. slice. You slice right through him. Clawford is dead. The others are scuttling up. They uh, they use just, their movement. Yeah, and, and just the way that Sir the Quarry maintains the yes. composer is just like with ultimate, just just like, just the point is to maintain the morale of dinner is cooking. We will eat tonight. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Uh, the with others. Boys. With panache. <laughs> with panache. The three other crabs that haven't uh, yet died are racing forward. Uh, they use all their movement to get here, and they get up in front of each of you. Crabs racing forward. They are slightly hurt. I've been allowing them to be hurt uh, with half damage as the electricity hurts them nearby. But anyway, Quinmaris, it is your turn. And oh, what is this? You're pointing at a spell? Is that magic missile? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Cool. Are you trying to hit uh, all the same crab? I am going to hit all three. All three, great. So, so one, one missile per crab. One missile per crab, great. So go ahead and roll that D4. Nice. I don't know what the plus is. Plus one. Plus one. Oh. Um, so you kill the first one. Sweet. You do this two more times. Okay. Or, or is it the, you keep rolling. Yeah. Great, right. you kill the second. Oh, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. Last one. Get it. Wow, so five damage to the last one? Yeah. You rip off a claw Woo! of it, but it is still scuttling forward. It is. All right. There's one giant crab in this sea charging forward. Great. Wow, that was very targeted. Very good. That was your action. Oh, wait. Uh, you have your bonus action, your homunculus. What has it been doing this whole time? I'm dodging. <laughs> if you don't tell it to do anything, oh, it, wait, dod- just, like, it gets just out like- of the way. <laughs> I also like to imagine that it was just like still just like stomping the, the already just like, unconscious the little crabs. Cra- crabs. The, That's what I thought. It, just, it was the like way orders. it was taking the dodge action was just smashing just the same <laughs> one. <laughs> Or it starts after the other big toad. Would you like? Is it also a toad? Does it yeah. feel an affinity? Are they? Uh, is it? Is it? Um, is, it me- is it like mech? Like what? Do I, what is it? Very? Or is it steampunk toad? Um, or is it like it's made lifelike? out of shells? It's shell punk. It's shell punk. Shell yeah. Punk. Um, uh, mar punk. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. Um. So after obliterating the crabs, uh, all I guess, but one of them. Yep. All, all but one of you them. You can have your. You could have your homunculus go and attack uh, with its its bopping attack. Um, the crab is still up. Yeah, let's try it. See what happens. Awesome. Uh, 19. <gasps> 19 hits. Go ahead and roll another 1d4. And this one's just, this one's plus two. Um, okay, so four plus two. Oh. It had four hit points left. <gasps> Finish this crab. Yes. Yep. Right so, between the googly eyes. <laughs> yeah, right, right in between its face. I like to imagine that the, the toad homunculus just flies up in the air, hovers over and just with, uh, almost like taunting the crab and just with all its force, just dead, dead weights slams. itself onto the crab, like on its head. <laughs> a WWE movie. Yeah. <laughs> it uses the, the bars of the ring to just. And as our little homunculus shell punk gets the finishing blow, we are out of initiative and you've all finished your first combat. Congrats. You got crabs. 
the the immediate crisis seems to end. The giant crabs stop emerging from the waves. The sea quiets down, um, and you gather the gather the community to come down and gather I, up all these crabs. I'm gonna do a I, perception check on that sea. I, I yeah, <laughs> I, I, I sort of want to go after that toad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Okay. Great. Uh, where, like, did it go back into the water? It, it's it headed uh, sort of parallel to the shore for a while. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, get get the crab up. Uh, uh, Marcel will be down with the with the butter, or maybe not, but uh, just maybe. Bring it, bring it up, bring it up to the, you know, the, 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 the I'm still running right, up. The, you heard the, the cook, you heard the cook, up to the mess, up um, to the mess with the crab. Yeah, bits and I want to, but I want to have a bit like, and toad. A, like some really nice piece of, uh, of the, like, you know, the spiced crab that I had grab, grabbed out. I'm like running over at that. Yeah. And my goal is, okay, are you ready for this? I'm ready. This is what's going to happen. Okay. I am going. To enthrall the toad with a performance. <laughs> I've waited my whole life for this. Oh my god! And w- first of all, how far away from the from everyone is the toad? Okay, I was just checking the toad speed. The toad is a swim speed of forty feet. That's too fast. Um, it's a big toad. And so it was already, <laughs> maybe I maybe it's gone. Is it gone? I thought it was on the shore, like hopping along. It hopped for a little bit, but the water got deeper and it started swimming. Okay, so I can't find the toad. The toad is pretty far gone. Okay. If you want to run off to try and find nope. it, I thought I thought I thought, <laughs> like, it, was still I thought it would just like right. I could see it at just hopping. Never mind. The toad is pretty far gone. Who knows what that was? I have a feeling the toad had swallowed something. I I. No, it's fine. We're cooking crabs. <laughs> okay. I also so, felt suspicious about the toad. <laughs> I, I feel that. I felt that. Yeah. Yeah. Why is there a toad? There's all these crabs and then there's a toad. It's just a toad. And it was very large. Is there anything anyone would like to investigate, search, discover while they're here? Yeah, I'm 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 really curious. I, I wanna like l- examine the crabs uh and see like uh I don't know, see if they uh I, I don't know, I have a use my fisher background maybe to see like are these like crabs from the sh- like shoreline have we seen things like them before or are they from like especially deep or something like what are they all the same type of crab uh what is i'm trying to figure out why they why they suddenly all came up totally. is it just breeding season yeah go ahead and, and roll a i'll call that a nature check or a survival nature or survival to um to sort of determine more about them from their carapaces and bodies Nature, um, uh, nature or survival, survival. Uh, 16, 16. So as you're looking through these crabs, um, and noting things about like, they all do appear to be of the same family. <laughs> the word escapes me. The same. Unit. Some more crab. <laughs> yeah. They're all the same Phylum. species. Um, they are, they're not like a particularly deep sea crab, but like a, a, a further off the coast than like ones that wander around the beach. Like they are, they're typically down below. Do we, re- do we recognize them from like back when we weren't stranded? Like, do we recognize them as crabs? Like mm-hmm. they're familiar crabs that we could have eaten back on the continent that we came from. They're definitely, no? they're definitely more familiar in the fact that like you haven't seen a lot of crabs and some of the crabs you've seen are these like harrowing small like there's nothing to eat there's nothing for them here sort of like they're bigger they're familiar in the fact that just that they're big 
Um, but you do notice that some of them show, I mean, uh, there, many of them were damaged. You notice on that 16 as you're picking up no, some of the ones. we did our best. You did your best. A lot, you know, a lot of them were fried right where they were, right? You notice a lot of the ones that you uh, put to sleep with your beautiful lullaby um, show signs of like scrapes on them. Like they had been, uh, something had like scraped across them. And, and as you're like, like, it doesn't look like what like you normally see of like crab scraping on rocks. It's almost like there's like metal that had mm-hmm. caused some scrapes on these things. Um, but it, yeah, other, the large ones in particular are all just a scrambled mess of being hit with other stuff. Um, it's only on some of these small ones. They're like, huh? So they're like, there was some sort of like uh, metallic thing on these. Hmm. Strange. Seems to well, be some sort of metallic scraping on these carapaces. And you say that to to. No, just say sort of say it to the waves. <laughs> How long does the tentacle what? last? <laughs> What's that? Uh, eight? Oh yeah, I forgot this tentacle just in the water. What? <laughs> it doesn't you seem say? to say. You should just say anyone of note. Should we? Should we? Is that? Is it? Is it a poem we're saying to the sea now? What? Should we be paying attention? <laughs> A metal scraping upon my carapace. What did you say? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> Gotta speak up, sweetheart. The waves consume my Wait, lullaby. I never know exactly when to pay attention to Patcha Patcham. I mean, it's not, it's, I, I love the, the crabs map, but have scuttled I don't from exactly the deep. know when to tune in, to tune out. And, <laughs> but you know and what? That's what he means. Is that a tentacle? Should we be fighting that? They're... Is it a friend? No, no, no. And it disappears. <laughs> no, nope, it's a, it's a. Mage man. Because I was gonna. Um, have you? Have you? I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. He's, he's a fondness. Did anyone he's see? Uh, for, wow, that's fine. That tentacle, sir. It's crazy. Sure was right. strange. Yeah. Yeah. Odd. <laughs> right? No, we've never seen it before. <laughs> You're fine. All right. No suspicion just, at all. Trust you. <laughs> trust you. Uh, your judgment. Strange things coming from the deeps. Strange so, things, but the bit about the scraping—that was that was three. Also, strange. very str- even stranger, I would even say. Stranger, even stranger than I would say from the slapping tentacle <laughs> of, of earlier. Every day, every day, <laughs> see those tentacles all the time. <laughs> you, you, you just go you down to over, normalize yeah. them. You just you just cast it just to be like, oh look, another slapping <laughs> like, tentacle. Oh, look, it's like, that. That's it exactly what happens. There's like a little like it's a little tiny a little tiny one that's like. It's totally normal that you see them you. It's up in the mess hall. Absolutely true. You see, you see, you see a little tentacle dude like bloop. Sort of like just the two tentacles high fiving. I don't know if you can do two. You can't do two. No, I don't you know. Why, but they just wave at you from uh, like the open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's island. Um, I'll also say, on that sixteen, you think um, maybe you could swim out and find like the, maybe they came from a den or something nearby. Like maybe they got disturbed. Um, and you could you could see if they had like come from somewhere, come from something. Mm. Would you um, would so, you like to yeah, follow yeah. this this clue as soon as or I, no? So so you're we're talking about tentacles. Little tentacles yeah. start appearing in your periphery. Uh, very many of them. They're glowing. It's strange. Uh, I'd like to point out for the for the technical minded that my prestidig- I've prestidig- prestidigitation and also mage hand that's flavored like a <laughs> like a, like a t- little t- tentacles so it's just like suddenly you're just like oh, I don't know maybe not but there's there's sort of like blurp, 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 and just, I, and then suddenly <laughs> 
Epiphany strikes. <gasps> Wait a minute. There might be a den of them around here. And, uh, 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 going into the water. Uh, whew, uh don't wait long for loves. Uh, jump in. Uh, uh, right. Go, go into the water. Uh, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna, uh, it's fine. Just come back. Uh, he can't hear me. And then I come back up and like, wait a minute. This might be stupid. Does any, can anyone come? I agree. It might be stupid. I'm sure that we have more resources for going under the water. I don't need that, just so you know. You'd, oh, well, I, I don't mean, know that. I know you don't, don't know that. I don't but, know that you don't but need that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to start swimming so, around. So it's going to be like, curious, what's your like, plan? What's your plan? And at what point do we send for rescue? Um, I I want to see, maybe I can find that toad. And maybe I can also find where the crabs were coming from and if they're, if they're, if there's something. Um, so I just start sort of, you know, so when do we send for rescue? Um, when the crabs are done, they start to look brown. Okay. So are if we you're not back Marcel's, to season the crabs? Marcel is cook, like getting a spit going and is cooking them. <laughs> just, huh? Yeah. Crabs. Don't worry. We trust you, Marcel. I'm oh. sure you can. I'm sure you can do it. But if you can't, we will. We will pull this it, one out of the water. Hit me if, with it seems, spoon. if it seems like I've ran out of breath, then come get me. So not too long. He's going to die. Uh, so you dive in. Go ahead and give me a um, survival check to see if you can follow the like path that the crabs okay, would have taken. We really don't want floor. to lose our cook because he brings a ton of morale to the peoples. But, you know, it's your life. Your choice. Survival to track them. Ten. Uh, that's that's enough. Uh, you you follow sort of like the sign of like this sudden exodus. The giant crabs leave a lot of marks upon the ground. Like it's like it's pretty easy to see like where like the um this the sort of like sediments have been recently disturbed. And you swim on back. Um, and I'll say go ahead and give me a perception check as you are looking out, looking to follow them. What did you get? Six. A six. Okay, so it's not that you're not going to find it. You're just going to find it when you get a lot closer to it. Um, you follow these these marks in the sludge and the sand, and are, are following them along. Um, and you find an area that looks like oh, like oh, like this is where I would like if I was coming to look for crabs. I'd look for crabs. You're about um, you're not super deep yet as you're like swimming along. Mm. Um, you you're super at home in the water. What's your swimming speed? Forty. 40, right? So flying out into the water, you're, you're only like maybe 60, 60 feet down, maybe sometimes 70. The, the ground sort of like undulates a bit and you find this area that looks like it might've been a good area for a den. Um, and as you come into it, you notice that it's sort of made out of, uh, there seem to be a, an unnatural shapes here. Like there seems to be stuff buried in sediment, um, buried in the, the sand and the stuff over time. Um, but before you have much time, to like assess what all this stuff is that's here in the wreckage um you're wearing studded leather right yeah so there's metal pieces in the yeah um you start to feel yourself drift against your own will towards something and you turn a little bit and look and you see emerging from this wreckage about 30 feet from you um something that looks very much like a lobster but it is covered in metal components oh my stuff is just adhered to its sides um and as you start to feel yourself drifting to it 
you turn and look and you see that it looks at you. What would you like to do? Uh, it's a large metal. No, it's a large mo- lobster a large, type thing. It's a large lobster type thing. It has big claws in the front. Um, and uh, it seems to be just covered all over in different cogs and gears and pieces, uh, swords and axes that are just like adhered to it in different points along its body. Uh, I I want to. Uh, I can still swim against away from. You it, can right? still swim against it. You're just feeling that like some things in you are. Okay, I want to swim as as far away from it as I can, and while I'm still feeling it. So like I want I want I want there to be no danger of getting sucked into it. As you I'd back like, away from it, it starts to follow you. Okay, good. I keep I keep going to the shore. Yep. Staying away from it and letting it follow me. Great. Uh, it it continues to follow you. It it continues to come along, um, and it is it swims it, is, is only is twenty. It swimming or is it at various moments? It's crawling upon the ground, and then others it like hops up and paddles forward a little bit. It seems to be faster crawling along the ground. Okay, I want to swim directly up uh-huh. to uh, uh, and bob out of the water and yell. Uh, well, we got uh, we got a lot of metal coming, and uh, but get ready to fight. I don't know what it is, but uh, talk about a reckoning day. Awesome. Go ahead and give me a strength saving throw. I ten. So uh, you see. Bacho Pacham say, "Got a lot of metal coming," and as he is saying that. He gets pulled down beneath, just down under the water. And that is where we will end our session. No, 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 because there's no way. And that's our show, folks. We ended there despite Facho Pacham and Vincent's protest. Tune in next week to find out what has dragged... Fatro Pacham down into the depths and what his allies are going to be able to do about it. If you've enjoyed our show, please give us a review and check out our Instagram. We're on Instagram at Lapropo Podcast. That's at L-A-P-R-O Podcast. And you can check out our Patreon for more exclusive content. Patreon.com forward slash Lapropo. See you next week. This has been Lapropo, the language proficiency podcast from the offices of Neen and Impley. See you in the depths.